we've got uh, Lucius here on on Skype all the way from uh, Sydney. Are you in, you're in Sydney, right? No, I used to live in Sydney, but I've been oh, uh, yeah. Okay. We moved yep, yep. north, and now we're in Byron Bay. So I'm in a little town. Uh, well, I guess it'd be 15 minutes north of Ballina, which is a bit of a main town. So it's called Tinton Bar. It's in the in the hinterland a little bit. Uh, so nice. we're, yeah, we're kind of back in the hinterland there. Nice, away from all the uh, the hustle and bustle of uh, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely wouldn't want to be there right now. That's for sure. And uh, <laughs> I think we, we made a con- little- we made a conscious choice, probably. Well, we wanted to do it a lot longer um, ago, but um, you know, we we kind of felt and knew something was coming, so it was strategically mm. kind of planned to get out of the city. Yep. Yeah, mm, definitely. It sounds mm. a little bit chaotic there. It does, yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, perfect timing. Um, I, I don't even know where to start. Um, I, I might start just with um, how I first uh, got into you guys. I actually, since I think the just visiting days, I was a big fan. Oh, and I wow. actually got to see you guys um, Yeah, a long, long time ago. The, the first two EPs were, um, for me, life-changing, to be honest. Not not to, you know, <laughs> not to rub your balls too much, but um, they, they, they did, you know, really change my um, opinion about Australian music as a whole. Um, and I think I was in year 12 when I saw you guys play at the Big Day Out. That was one of my first Big Day Outs. Um, you guys had a, a pretty small crowd, but uh, me and a friend were up the front and I... Still to this day, I had never heard a sound like that come from. I just remember three, your face. Three. From that. <laughs> really? <laughs> on the barrier? <laughs> no. Yes, I was on the barrier actually, um, but uh, yeah, I, I had never heard such a heavy sound just come out of one guitar, mm. a bass, and uh, a drum kit. And you, you actually uh, inspired me to to keep drumming. Um, and I think for a period of time, I actually had a setup that was. So cheesy, but it it was very similar to yours, like the the two crashes and the mm. the two splashes as well on the front. But um, and then I kept following you guys everywhere, and I I had the privilege of um running your street team at the time for the new normal. Wow. Um, and I got a bunch of merch. I think we still have a bunch yeah, of we merch here. Come on, yeah. uh, cog, cog um lanyard Lan- hanging over there. We got lanyards. <laughs> we still got posters. I gave a bunch to my mum. Uh, she uses them when she cooks. Uh fried rice and shit she puts them around the, okay. the kitchen no offense because we, we had so many posters there were like a thousand posters that i couldn't give out at mm-hmm. the time but um so yeah yeah big fan since then um oh, wow. did, did you think that 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 whole phrase uh, the new normal would would be so resonant and so relevant uh today or was that just uh just by chance or? well it's pretty ironic you say that because um y- yes we did and we knew that it had relevance because it actually means it's code for the new world order. So you've just had the health minister come out today in Sydney and she, um, you know, and a couple of others have done it as well. And they've said, um, well, this is what has to happen in the new world order, you know, in terms of like uh, businesses and, and getting passports and vaccine passports and whatnot to enter and, and all this type of you know, nonsense. So, um, mm. yeah, literally that's what that was. And I think there was a, an understanding that um, given that we're quite well read in some respects to the global playbooks that are out there that anyone can read and study if they take the time to do it, that there was a concerted plan and, and um, business model that, that, that wanted to come about in the, in the new world. 
and there was mm. going to be a change. So, you know, it was, although it was kind of like a bit of a sci-fi album to some degree, there was, there was a, an element of, um, understanding and knowing that change is, is about to occur, which is going to affect everyone's lives. And, um, we're going to have to be kind of fighting very, very hard for our fundamental rights and freedoms. Uh, otherwise mm. we're going to be completely, you know, smashed and taken over by, you know, a corporate, um, oligarchy of, of, um, of sorts. So, you know, we, we, we kind of dialed that into that album and we, we tried to put some of the paraphernalia that was on there, like the gas mask and the, and the, you know, all the different types of things that come with, um, I guess civil dis- disobedience. Yeah, the megaphone. Um, yeah, the megaphone. Like just yeah. all those things you see happening now. You know, I mean, we haven't we haven't got to quite the the the, the violent part yet, um, mm. which is a shame that it's. I'm, I don't mean it's a shame that we haven't gotten there. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying it's a sh- it's it's a shame that it's gonna ha- it's probably gonna have to get there. Yeah, you know, unfortunately mm. for for any type of um, you know, if we're not being heard as people to be free and have our rights intact and a freedom and a uh, freedom to choose. Well, then it's going to get ugly. And I think that's, you know, you, we're being coerced and bullied, unfortunately. And yeah. I, I don't think it's mm. going to end well. And, um, yeah, but, you know, that, that album was definitely playing out um, a typical kind of scenario or, or a foresight to some degree of what we understood um, because we've always been interested in, in um, elements of world affairs and politics and, and how it all is run and, questioning and you know basically trying to work out um what we're involved in you know take partaking in you know? mm-hmm. i'm actually more like really surprised that the that term new world order is actually being thrown around a lot more nowadays and coming from you know from the health minister gladys um other people have been thrown we um there's a netflix documentary um about uh 9-11 uh turning point and in the trailer, they use the term "new world order," mm, and it's just yeah, become yeah. almost like a household uh, term now. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird that you know so-called conspiracy theorists were made fun of for using that term, and then it's thrown out by official leaders and people in parliament. Yeah. And you're like, "What's going on?" It's it's a typical example I, I always say of gaslighting. You know, you tell mm. you tell someone that they're crazy for using that term, and then you go and actually use it. So there's this mixed. <laughs> it's a mind game, I think. I think it, it, is, it really it is, is designed to yeah. to shock your system and confuse you you know yeah, it's definitely an iq test this whole thing in so many regards and i mean i the reason why you know part of this is, has been part of my life is and you know research and trying to understand things and because those terms like the new world order as a term has been around for a long long time it's not it's not something new um and i mm. you know i saw it on the back of a when i was younger i saw it on the back of a skateboard deck you know the new world order illuminati yeah. you, you know the plan which was all on the back of a skateboard deck, and as a as a kid, you kind of like, you know, you, you read that and you go, "Well, wow, that's kind of kind of a bit." I've heard that before too. Now it's on a on a skateboard deck, and and then you hear other yeah. things through, you know, growing up and everything like that, and then you start reading a few books, and it, you know, you read nineteen eighty four or a few of those type of things, and um, <laughs> you know, you start to understand that, yeah, you, you got a nice shirt. Um, you start <laughs> you start to understand that this is, um, you know, there's a playbook here and it's playing out. I mean, if you just get Huxley's, you know, Brave New World, 1984, George Orwell, and you get the Bible and a bunch of other ones with re- revelations and all the rest of it, it's pretty damn succinct in, in uh, mm. you know, what's coming down the pipeline. So, yeah, uh, yeah, the 
pretty much the, the blueprint is already in front of us. And I think uh, if you study a lot, this is getting may maybe a bit deep, but uh, with the occult um, and things like that, they always have this philosophy that the plan has to be in plain sight for it to get energy. You know what I mean? Like they have to kind of tell you, some say it's for them to absolve themselves of karma. You know, if you, if you tell the plan mm. and go through with it, well, then you're too dumb to really to, to decipher what's happening. So therefore, you're not worthy of knowing what's happening. But yeah, you're right. It's been everywhere. I think like WWE. Like WWE, the New World Order. Yeah, the Order, WCW, WCW. With Hulk Hogan and all them. Yeah, New NWO. And I love wrestling. I think I think <laughs> uh, professional wrestling is is kind of a parody of real life. How there's mm. a stage and everything's kind of uh, scripted, mm. but the people after a certain time forget that there's a script and that they're watching a show, mm. um, and like they get involved in it. You know, it's like they they bank on the ignorance of people as well, yeah. just to sort of turn that blind eye. Yeah. To allow them to go apart and then anyone else that yeah, says yeah. something about it is like, oh, you must be crazy. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and it kind of normalizes it as well because when you see all of the, the terminology used in pop culture, you're less likely to find it suspicious because you're like, oh, I've heard that before. It's in the movie. It's in that. Oh, that's just normal. You know, mm -hmm. when it's really, really part of a, a bigger, more insidious plan, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's, there's definitely yeah. people out there that have, you know, uh, they have plans and models and business models that they want to achieve, you know. And I think that's just mm. been a part of history for a long, long time, especially if you're, you know, you're quite rich and wealthy and you're in a high elite class. So, um, and you can own and, and you know, uh, basically dictate through all your ownership of all your companies and, and corporations and, you know, what has to happen to, to formulate this business model to, 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 to bring it down. Um, mm. you know, for everyone to kind of uh, be involved in and partake in and, you know, through subversion and subliminal messaging and all sorts of things through the media and Hollywood and everything else. It seems like that, um, you know, when you, when you kind of, it's, to me, it's really in plain sight. So it, it's so, um, easy to see. Um, and I think a lot of the, um, people who, perhaps have just kind of balked at this or heard it but never wanted to know about it, fair enough, but are now starting to ask some serious questions, you know. And I think that's mm. why there's probably a, a lot of people who are, are in shock. They're in shock that we're at this point now um, in, in history or with what we're talking about and all the things we're talking about. They're kind of like, you know, this is feelings – you know, and we've heard, you know, we understand the remnants of Nazi Germany and fascism and all that type of stuff. But we're starting to really feel those um, effects of, of, of how that was trickling down before they, you know, did what they ended up doing. Um, mm. You know, to, to try and basically, I guess, take control of people's minds and then turn them into a fascist dictatorship or turn it into a fascist dictatorship and do what they did, you know. Um, yeah, and that was that was pretty. That's pretty concerning, and I see a lot of people making parallels to that, making a lot of memes to that. Um, I've uploaded a lot of memes to it because it, you know you, you inherently, instinctively feel something's not right. Um, you feel your yeah. rights are being tra trodden on, and um, yeah, you, it's just, it's cause for alarm and concern. <laughs> so. Um, and you know full well that the truth is something in, in war. The truth is the first thing to get assassinated pretty much. So, I mean, here I am, a drummer in a band that came from Bondi Beach that surfed his whole life, that did a bit of study and tried to understand the world that he lived in. 
Um, and now on my socials, I'm completely like banned on Facebook, on um, you know Instagram. Yeah, I, I'm shadow banned and blocked and banned. I, I can't even like someone's post, or I can't even um, you know uh, follow someone because now I'm a, within the little sticker that comes up. I'm a threat to the community or to keep the community safe. <laughs> So, you know, and then I'm... Absolutely sh- absurd. I'm shadow- that makes me angry, actually. Yeah, and I'm shadow yeah. banned from... So, you know, it's it's a real... It's a real... Um, that, to me, is a real... Log- like a statement um, of that you're now in a, in a completely fascist kind of dictatorship or a business model or a setup that's, that's, that's encroaching on your life. Um, and if yeah. you don't say a certain thing um, or, or, you know, kind of... Um, go along with the party line, as they say, the Ministry of Truth, which is through the news and the media, well, then you're completely ostracised and banned and, you know, you're not relevant and what, you know, what mm, comments you have yeah. don't count, you know. Yeah, if you're not part of the uh, agenda of the, the party, so to speak, that you're a threat and, and you're a nuisance, yeah. Mm. Well, going on those threats, um, there was something that I'd seen in, in the US, like on CNN or something, they'd had a... Um, you know, one of their uh, plastered images and something. But they were saying, especially leading up to 9-11, you know, being 20 years uh, this Saturday uh, from 9-11. Mm. But they were saying anyone that, people questioning 9-11, people questioning COVID uh, stuff. And I think they even tagged in like religious groups somehow mm-hmm. are now deemed uh, domestic terrorists. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's and it's, it's scary how like just those things alone, anyone that wants to like have a question and think about that stuff. Is labelled with something such extreme as that is yeah, uh, it's insane. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, kind of terrifying. It's, it, well, it is terrifying when you when you when you bring it up like that. And the, the twi- it's the twi- I remember the show, The Twilight Zone, and you know that used to really freak me out as a kid. You know that show. I used to watch it and you know have have a certain sense of reality with, with what I was kind of witnessing in the world as I was living as a young uh, adult and young young boy. I used to love that show, but it, and it used to really trip me out. You really used to give me a sense of anxiety just watching the Twilight Zone because it was so strange, the stories, but you could kind of dial into it and, and get taken away with it. And it's funny, it's just, it seems to um, come up in my, in my mind quite a lot now and, and some of those fears that I was feeling when I was watching those shows because what we're kind of going through feels like the Twilight Zone. It feels like there's something really yeah. quite strange about the polarization of everything and and um you know the dissemination of information which you know is is just not being heard um across the board in terms of a broad spectrum of debates or um, concerns from not just the mainstream narrative you know there's there's a, a whole a whole plethora of people and you know incredibly smart people who, who have you know real legitimate concerns but they don't they don't get air. They get shut down. They get censored. They get, you know, mm. um, shadow banned and all the rest of it. And that just, you know, it speaks volumes, you know, really does. And we're, we're in a time um, where I think, you know, people, as I said before, they're in shock and they don't quite – they've been quite bipartisan and trying to do the right thing Yeah. to fall mm. – to, to try to do the best for, you know, humanity and everything with this whole COVID thing. But, um, you know, it's getting to that point now where it's like, this is not about health. This is like we're seeing the destruction of, you know, businesses, you know, I can't play anymore. My whole income, I'm working in a factory now. Like, I'm, you know, um, 
and my whole income has been taken away um, pretty much. And, you know, they're coercing me that if I want to get back and play, I have to take an experimental, um, they call it, they're calling it a vaccine. Um, I don't know what it is because it hasn't been fully approved to be that. So, and Mm. it's got God knows what in it. you know, well, it doesn't even work the way they said it would. Well, well you can still you can still get the you can still get it and transmit it even if you've been vaccinated. For, yeah. yeah. So that's that, that's that's right, and you know that coercion is is you know un, obviously in my sector of of um, you know business, but a whole lot of others, as you well know. So um, you know, it's, there's a there's a mental mass mind trauma going on now that's got nothing just to do with like picking up some bug that. You know, it has a 99.7 survival rate if you're under 80 and have no comorbidities, which is a great odds. You know, you'd put all your money if a horse was at those odds, wouldn't you? Um, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like there's no reason to get this ex- or to partake in an experiment. And when you're being pushed in and coerced to partake in an experiment, that's when you really go, hang on a minute, this is like a used car mm. salesman. It's like really bad, dodgy, real dodgy, um, you know. Uh, rhetoric. It was all the um, sorry, sorry, like all the the guilt tripping as well. And I remember, like in the early days when the vaccine was first coming out, it was all about you know take the vaccine to protect your loved ones and protect those that can't do it. And I've seen so many of my friends and stuff that get the vaccine, and everyone that gets the vaccine becomes a virtue signal. Everyone's got to let everyone know that they've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, it went on that you know do it for other people, do it to protect other people. Yeah. Well, actually, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. No. Right? So, yeah, yeah. And the concerning <laughs> yeah. thing about it's, it, yeah. the, the mm. kind of concerning thing about that now is, especially if you look at Israel, because they're they're a bit a tiny bit ahead of us. But you know, they're asking for a fourth booster now, and this is under eight months of of with what's going on. So you're taking and you're participating and signing up to an ongoing experiment that's now up to their fourth jab. Um, through coercion, obviously, you can't do this unless you've, you've got this this jab, and and you know it's going to go. It's pretty easy to and logically to. to I'm no not really good at maths, but I can I can see the math on this and where it's going is is like not just four, five, six, seven, and when it runs out, you got to get your next one, and and then you've got to take mm. your uh, your side effect pills because um, you know you might have some side effects, and that all yeah. you know, envelops into some type of you know passport that you have to have. Which is um, oh, another that's conversation. Coming, that's coming and, as well, and, 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 and you know, and yeah. it's just like so uh, concerning for people's rights and freedom and privacy. You know, um, mm. especially um, medical privacy and all the rest of it. I mean, I can't even. I couldn't even without what uh, knowing what I know with with how this business model is rolling out for this global tyranny corporation takeover, the communist takeover. It seems um, I couldn't. I couldn't take it anyway because I have out certain allergies. So I wouldn't, you know, I have to be careful with what I eat, let alone what I'm going to inject into my body, you know, and my whole yeah. life for the last 10 years has really been about trying to find um, the best op- optimal health for myself because I've had serious issues that I've had to deal with. So, and they're, you know, anaphylactic meats, uh, inflammatory um, dietary things. You know, if I eat a certain food, this happens, right? My body gets triggered, boom. So I've walked down that path really diligently and, and tried to um, be very disciplined and, and learn and study about nutrition and health and uh, because it's not until you're really affected that you, you start to have a look at, okay, well, what am I putting in my body? You know, is that negative or positive or what's it doing? So um, 
you know, there's and I'm at a point now with my with my my eating and, and what I do where it seems to be okay and I seem to be doing fine with it. I've just got to be careful, um, and there's triggers and everything, but I, I kind of feel like I've I've found a bit of a plateau or a, a little bit of a smooth sailing, so to speak, if I just stay along that type of a diet. But um, you know, I've got to be careful what I put in. So there's no way I would take and sign up to an experiment, you know, especially if it's mm. going to mean one, two, three, four jabs ongoing. You know, that's just rid- yeah. that's ridiculous mm. to me. That's retarded. And and if you know, if you're clapping out there and and you've had your jabs and okay, good luck to you. That's your freedom of choice. That's what we're supposed to have. You know, all the best to you. And you want to sign up for the experiment? That's fine. But don't you know, come back on people like myself or others who have other legitimate reasons as to why they they can't participate in a medical experiment mm. and they don't want yeah, to. It's, and, it's, and, and just based on the, the whole fact of I don't want to, no, and crossing that line, that obviously opens Pandora's box for, well, you're not in a country that you thought you were in or you're not as free as you thought you were, so... Hmm. Yeah, uh, the the word selfish gets thrown around a, a lot, and uh, it's ironic that the ones that are calling other people selfish are actually the selfish ones that assume that there's a one-size-fits-all solution for the whole population. And, like, to me, that is selfish. And also kind of weird that these same people are screaming about equality and diversity and all that great stuff but it's like there's nothing more discriminatory than telling someone what to do with their body like that to me is way more selfish than someone that wants to be critical about what they want to do with their body Mm. but in it's like you said we're in the twilight zone i believe everything's been inverted Mm -hmm. i think now the selfish ones are taking control and calling the people that do have empathy and critical thought as the crazy ones i I really think that's by design i don't think that's that's an accident by any means Um, it does feel interesting to understand why hmm. they would get to that sense of mindfulness in their own mind or not being mindfulness as far as I'm concerned but in their own mind they would have justification uh, to, to vilify other people like myself who have legitimate reasons who, and apparently now mm. can't go into a shop and buy food uh, if I haven't got a, a, a vax pass, a vax, well vax prison as I'm now hurting them um, being tated around is, is, is a good phrase for it um, yeah. a, a vaccine prison pa- passport, you know it's like you know is that about health? So what now I can't eat. So is it about health mm. or, or is it about control and is exactly. it about exclusion yeah. and segregation? And it's not about health. I mean, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you think this is about health, you know, there's many words that could come to mind, but, you know, you it, it, it's kind of like, you know, please check yourself at the door in the sense of like un, try to understand, like you said, it's not a one-size-fits-all for all people. You know, people have different... And that's what's the beauty about us as human beings. We have a different um, way of operating sovereign, sovereignly or as sovereign as we can be um, with our mind and our thoughts and our beliefs. And that is important to, um, you know, hold true to, to how you feel and think in the world and then, and how you um, respond to the world as well. It's, it's very important that you have that self-sovereignty uh, of mind that you can ask questions. You know, that you can, especially as something as serious as this, like if it's an experimental something, it's almost like now it's like you can't question at all. It's like it reminds me of those days when you were younger 
it was worse than it actually when you had your peer group friends and it was like you, you're going to go out and you're going to have a few you know for the first time you're going to drink tequila you know and it was like if you didn't do it you got this peer pressure you know yeah. so you did it and mm. then you ended up smacking the pavement with your face and and throwing up all over yourself you know because you 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 kind of um fell to peer pressure and bullying you know and wanted to be part of the part of the kind of uh, gang if you will you know i mean we've all mm. probably experienced that in different levels you know um and, and different surroundings you know through our communities and friends and whatnot but um yeah it's it's, it's so concerning it's so concerning it's very hard to put on i'm put, putting on a brave face as much as I can through this, and um, but now it's mm. gotten to that point where, if you're um, basically stopping me, and you're trying to say this is about health, and you're stopping me from not only my work and my job where I provide for my family, my wife and my kids, but now I can't enter a store to feed my family. Like if people can't, yeah, work, literally, literally it, taking it, taking away your choice. Yeah, yeah. If if you can't if you can't put two and two together, and that makes four. But we're in the twilight zone, right? So it's two and two equals five, which is what they said in, <laughs> in those books, right? Like 1984 yeah. and the rest of it. So people have believed that two and two equals five. You know, they've mm. lo- lost all yeah. rationale and logic. It's just gone out the window. And that's that's mm. really scary, you know, really, really scary, especially as, as again, it's a 99.7 survival recovery rate if you've got no comorbidities and you're under 80, right? And no one, none of us, None of this can honestly say we're walking around in our environment seeing people dropping like flies to this pandemic. Mm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. And, you know. It doesn't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a, a spiritual kind of guy. I'm not sure about you, but. Um, Namaste. I think. Um, <laughs> Namaste. Come, Lord Jesus, um, be our guests. Let these gifts to us be blessed. <laughs> How many more can we go through? There's a lot of great spiritual works. There's a lot of great spiritual, yeah. um, you know, philosophies and a lot of great spiritual commentary and, and ideals that I yeah. really align with and subscribe to. And I think they're very moral and they're very, they're very dear to my heart. You know, I'm not a religious yeah. guy, uh, but, you know, from what I've read from different religions and different philosophies and different things, there's, there's many texts and many things that really um, invoke my spirit to, 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 to try to be a better man, you know, as much as I can be. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, I was going to say that, that I don't think it's a coincidence that it's called corona, which means crown, which is your, your, your third eye, your, 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 your mm. crown chakra, mm. if you want to believe that woo-woo stuff. But uh, that's what I've always seen it as, almost like a mind virus. It's, it's infecting your it's, – it's triggering your fear response. And uh, it's no coincidence either that the new strain is called Delta, which is like the deepest sleep pattern you know your brain wave uh, your brain goes through different frequencies when you enter sleep so um i think a lot of this is more of a spiritual war rather than a, a physical you know a 100%. biology type war 100 you know? um yeah they're attacking us where it, it hurts the most and that's our mind well they've been trying yeah. to do that since putting um trying to calcify the pineal gland with fluoride yeah, yeah, like we're absolutely. Like I think our, all of our environment is designed to shut us off from yeah. spirituality. I think it's it's all by design. Yeah, and I think the the interesting thing about that is is you know when they're shutting down music and they're shutting down places of worship and things of that nature and people gathering in their own homes with family together, 
you know, what that does is invoke a sense of spiritedness inside our, our sense of being. You know, we, we call it good spirit or a happy spirit or, a, you know, and it lifts our spirits, we say. These are the things we talk about when we go and see a, a rock show or, or, or something of that nature or people go to church and they, you know, they pray and they sing together or people go with the family and they, they get together and they have, it, it uplifts the spirit, you know. We, you know, if you've ever seen a dead person, there's a big difference between a dead person and a spirited person. It's really simple to see. It's like a rock when you touch them when they're dead, right? When they've got yeah. spirit and life in them, it's the essence of their being in their spirit. And they're, and they're you know, um, they're, they're incredible, that incredible magnitude just to be alive and, 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 and the the emotions and and, and all the rest mm. of it that come with it, it's it's so it's like it's electric. It's 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 incredible. It's it's, it's it resonates. It's a it's a it's the two are so different when you see them. You know, when mm. when I bury the chooks in the backyard because they've been taken by a snake or something, it's like wow, that's like you know. And then but then you see the other chook over there is full of life and full of this spirit and full of this energy and full it's of this vibration, isn't it's it? This, yeah, yeah. It's this, yeah. And we can get all you know. Uh, as they say, hippy dippy on it, but there's real tangible things within it that just you can't ignore, yeah. you know. And, and I think mm. you're 100% right that this has been uh, a real um, effort to, to squash and get rid of the spirit. Because when the spirit tunes in sovereignly to its relationship to nature and, you know, what people have said, God or, or the universe or whatever kind of thing you want to underline it and, and label it. Just that, uh, you know, understanding that there's more to this um, with what we're experiencing. So you have this relationship with, with, with nature and, 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 as we say, some people say God and all the rest of it. Um, you know, that's a, a private kind of um, a belief that you can you manifest inside yourself and you can kind of sow inside yourself. And, and I think um, when you take that away, um, that's that's really that's really quite dangerous, you know. And and if we mm. kind of understand that our rights as human beings, our our rights as 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 uh, as people, um, and the authority uh, with those rights comes from having purpose to be here and being alive and being created through creation, which means you know the omnipotent force of cre creation, what we call God. Um, you know, it gives us that right. It, it gives us our rights. It, it means that we have a right to be here. And, um, you know, it, that in turn is, um, I think, a threat to, to other people who want to control. Yeah. You know, it really Absolutely, is. And I think that's, yeah. been hand, that's been going on for a long, long period of time because you read yeah. history and you see documentaries and you read books and blah, blah, blah. It's always been this fight about, you know, the spiritual sense of um, connecting with, with, with God, nature, universe, whatever. And, um, you know, this authoritarianism that comes in to try to squash that and, and, and you know, people, the battle, the duality of it is, is, is been ongoing for quite a long time, it seems. And, and we're kind of like in the, as it says, the last days, you know, it's really quite mm. fascinating to, mm. to, to be part of it at this time. And, you know, we're obviously here at this time to experience this. Um, and I'm sure there's, and obviously when I think back to like, wow, here I am as a human being and what, what it must have taken for the clans of families and lineage of people that have got me to where I am to have this experience today. 
the families, the, 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 the trials and tribulations they would have gone through to keep the family going, to keep the, the life going. I mean, to be here as a human being and experiencing this, even though it's quite um, pe- you know, heavy at the moment and all the rest of it, just that alone is like, wow, like what, a, what an incredible feeling yeah. to kind of come mm-hmm. over you when you go, wow, people have really worked hard for you to have the opportunity to be free, sovereign yeah. and alive. You know, and have an experience. There's that quote, uh, and loved. fight and loved. like you. Yeah. And loved. And loved, yeah. That's a universal thing. Um, but fight like your ancestors are watching. I love that quote. Beautiful. Um, and I think that, you know, yeah, like, like you said, I, I don't think I'm here by accident. Uh, some would even say that we might have chose to be here mm. and that we serve a, a higher purpose, mm. that uh, we've forgotten we've got amnesia uh, for some reason or spiritual or karmic mm. amnesia, but we've forgotten why we're here. And I think part of it is to to share and awaken others. I know that sounds cheesy, but I, I've, I believe, I really do believe that in my heart, that um, I'm not here by mistake. And even uh, something as, as uh, seemingly uh, small as just talking to you, I think there's great, and there's great purpose in everything that we're doing. Um, mm. And... I think uh, the whole system is trying to belittle us into thinking that we're nothing but a giant accident um, and that you serve no no purpose, you're just here to work, pay taxes, and then that's it. If you get your house and, mm. and kids and, and your, your car, that's, that's good enough, but I think there's more to it. But yeah, it's, it's a great is. time and to be alive. And that's when you should, have the, fr- that's when you should have the freedom of thought and philosophizing and questioning and having experiences with all different types of uh, you know, because to be here is, and have consciousness and just to be here, like I think that's what, what really chuffed me down a path of, of the reasons of why the songs are like they are in our band or the, some of the commentary or the, you know, the words we write, are, because there was a, a point in my younger life that I hit that it was like something else is going on here, you know, like I've been distracted with it, but there's something deeper going on here. Now what's going on? And then the anxieties arose and all the, different types of questionings arose and then you feel like this you're kind of you know out in the desert you know you just it's like what's going on you know mm. so you start to question you start to analyze you start to read you start to philosophize you start to you know um, try to understand the world that you're in and I think when when you have that ability to do that in a, in a, in a vast spectrum um, and range of, of, of mind, um, and that freedom to do that, that is a threat to other people who want to control your belief and what you think and feel and see is real. So this is really about a battle for reality and who controls the narrative of how reality works. Because mm. when you've actually got the freedom to think about anything and question anything, um, you know, that's real freedom. And when you haven't got the fear to do that, that's even better. You know that that and yeah, that's yeah. that's groundbreaking stuff, and and that's you know where you know you, your renaissance come from in art and, and all the rest of it, because you know artists have always played their part in, in really trying to push against um, belief systems or, or governments or you know whatever it may be at the time. You know, just trying to bring in that type of um, uh, artistic. Well, it it's a creation, right? I mean. It, in the sense that when we look through our eyes and we witness what we witness, it's an incredible artistic creation. I mean, Earth mm-hmm, mm. has the word art in it, you know, 
take off the E and the H, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's got it's got art. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm pretty convinced that they're just trying to harness some energy uh, from us, uh, whether it be negative or positive. <clears throat> I mean, because yeah. uh, like we we talk a lot about our frequencies, and I'm I'm a very firm believer that the um the human body itself produces an energy. You know, even going on to say a scientific kind of uh, yep. aspect of it, that that we ha- we create and we harness energy through our human bodies. And I know Daryl and I talk and go a little bit crazy that there's probably some uh, very evil uh, people up in high places that do want to try and harness some sort of negative energy. And I like on, honestly, I feel right now like there is a a big uh, outpour of both positive and negative energy at the moment. And I feel like there's a major push to try and draw negative energy from people, but there seems to be a lot of positive energy pushing back as well. Absolutely, and I think that I think that's nature almost. Mm. That's inherent in humans that uh, you can't just have evil perpetrated forever. I think naturally, that it, there's always an uprising. There's the the tides always change, and I do think that we're being hit with really nasty low frequencies to keep us in the fear state. Because as we all know, people that are fearful will accept anything. Uh, as long as they get certain, when when things are uncertain, even Henry Henry Kissinger said that. When, when, when things, you know, when when people are faced with uncertainty, they will do anything to get that certainty back into their life, even if it means submitting. Uh, settling for less and less freedom. They'll do that. Mm. They'll do that if it feels better. No one wants to feel that, so... Mm. Well, not uh, to, to quote one of your songs, you know, fear is the virus they used to divide us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, it, work, it works really well. It works well, and they've been doing it since day one. It's very easy to manipulate people when they're scared. It mm. really is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the, the, that whole energy thing you were touching on is just is so so relevant and just so on point, you know. I mean, everything, everything we do through our daily lives is, a, is an input and an output of energy, you know, and um, you can feel it when a, when a song plays, you know, you can feel the, you know, the energy and vibration you get from those frequencies, um, you know, a high singer can break a glass, you know, cymatics is incredible with the shapes and, the, and, and how that's designed in terms of like its geometric shapes and the frequency spectrum is, goes through its, its whole thing and all of a sudden the, the shapes change with the vibration of the, the sand that it's on or the, whatever they're using, the salt, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's, it's undeniable, yeah, undeniable. And if you put people in a heavy, low-frequency trance um, and they just like become like putty in your hand. But as you said also, it's like a very good opportunity and there's a positive opportunity here to um, – it's a battle for, you know, what's going to come forth now you know this is a we've, we've, we've been wanting change we've been needing change we've been seeing a lot of negative aspects about the way we live and contribute and all the rest of it and we, and we want to change so you know it's just who's either business model or way of life is, is going to kind of um you know kind of rule the day for a while because it's interesting to know that here we are and we have been relatively free in our societies and and we're we're able to, to be able to have this conversation, um, given the the history that goes back about control and freedom. So here we are, you know, still talking about freedom. I mean, if you weren't free, you wouldn't be kind of, I guess, talking about it because you wouldn't be free to talk about it. You'd be so kind of like you know under the thumb and the boot that it would be forbidden. You know, the, the vocabulary words yeah. wouldn't even be there. But you know, we're we're, we're literally. You know, we're, 
we're at that cusp now. We're at that, um, you know. Yeah, it, like it actually does feel like transition. it is like talking about freedoms is feeling a bit taboo. Like it's going to become a bad like you look at all the censorship stuff going on now absolutely yeah. like it that whole idea that you know we say we are we are free to ask these questions and talk like the way we are but it feels like there's so many people that are trying to that don't want that to happen mm. and that's that's getting scary mm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah um now we we throw around the word communism a lot um, I've got a little bit of Chinese heritage. You know, my, my parents know what oppressive governments are like. That's why we came to Australia in the first place you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> and uh, the irony, yeah, I know, to, 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 for, for my parents to be like, wow, like we might have to move back to Asia because there's less of a police state there. That, how, fun, how funny is that? Oh, that's, um, just, but, that's just amazing, isn't it? And I've heard other yeah. nationalities say the same thing, you know, like this... What's that, Andrew um, Bogue? Is he he's the, the, the um, do you know the the, the uh, basketball player? He's just kind of really famous. Mm. I think he played in the Olympics or something. And he's come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And he's been quite vocal now on his on his on his Instagrams and things like that. I follow and and, and um, listen to what he has to say. And he basically says the same thing about his family, who went through you know a, a very draconian, authoritarian type of a um, state run country and and they escaped and they came out here and he was born and all the rest of it and he's basically you know his parents would be he talks about his um i think his grandparents would be you know, rolling in their graves right now that's just like unbelievable yeah. it would just be like and this is actually why he's fighting and, and he's actually speaking up as someone who's been yeah. in the, the high um tiers of sporting um because he knows that you know they gave him his freedom to be able to do what he wanted to do you know um, and now Absolutely, he just yeah. feels like it's a, it's a, it's in his duty of care to to kind of speak out and, uh, against what, what's kind of going on and the, the kind of authoritarianism that's kind of you know oppressing us all in, in many different ways. Absolutely, and I not not to play the whole race card, but. I feel like we need more people of colour speaking out because we have to smash the stereotype that the only ones that are kicking up a fuss are fat yokel white people that mm. care about freedom like it's not it's that's a very bad st stereotype mm. and I'm, I'm really glad that people like um rukshan and the guys from the 58 mm. take are, are, are trying like I, I love it when people smash their stereotype i love seeing people of color going you know what it's not just <laughs> it's not just white people trusting their government it, there are people like us that are here that we've been here we're, we're australian i've been here 30 years but we're, it, we're fighting for every for everyone yeah, it's, it just it's shows not a race that, thing it just shows yeah. that everyone's human being exactly like, you're either a really it really just comes down to are you a decent human being or are you a <laughs> wanker i don't know <laughs> and there's you know and there's, there's those things where you can't agree with everybody all the time like it's like you don't agree with yeah. your mum or your sister or your dad all the time it's like and it's the same with politicians or people in power or or in a band, when you're in a band, you don't always, always agree all the time. But there's some things sometimes you do agree on. 